0: Welcome to the Meet Hope podcast, where we have conversations about faith and hope. Hope is one church made of people living out their faith through two expressions, in person and online. We believe a hybrid faith experience can lead to a growing influence in our community and our world for the sake of others. Welcome to Hope.
1: Hi, everyone. My name is Ashley Black, and I am your host today on the Meet Hope podcast. It is so great to have you here as a listener. Um, As you know, from time to time, we talk to different staff people at Hope, and today I'm so excited because we're talking with two of our people who I would say are some of the first faces that you might see if you come into the building during the week, and that is Hope Furlow and Carol Boynton. They're both on staff here, and um, I want them to share a little bit about themselves So I'm going to ask them to introduce themselves. So why don't we get started? So um, who would like to go first? Uh, Hope, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, I have been
0: married to my husband, Jonathan, for 32 years. We have two daughters, Lauren is 26, married, living in Kentucky, and pursuing her doctorate of clinical psychology at Marshall University, and Kristen is 20, and she's a senior at Eastern University, majoring in early childhood education and special ed, and we have two cats. And what is your role here on staff? My technical title is receptionist and care coordinator, but that has kind of evolved into mostly offering administrative support to our unbelievable and huge food pantry. Mm -hmm. Helping with that, there's a lot um, of paperwork and organization involved. I'm sure they're they're very grateful
1: for you then. I, I know I usually see you doing food pantry paperwork at the front desk, and I think, wow, I'm really glad we have hope to do that because it looks like a lot, and Thank you, you handle it well. Um, Carol, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Hi, I'm Carol Boynton. I'm married to Matthew Boynton for 29 years. We have two children, uh, Christian, who is 24. And he is a graduate of James Madison University. Um, He majored in international business and Spanish. And now he's working for the Peace Corps in Guatemala. He's got another year and a half to go. Um, And my daughter, Olivia, she is also a graduate of uh, James Madison University. And she is right now abroad in Italy. And she is an au pair. So your kids are all over the world right now. They are. They're graduated and all over the world. Okay. We are certainly empty nesters. Yeah. Do you miss them? Oh, a ton. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so tell us, what is your role here on staff? I am the administrative assistant to Pastor Jeff for 12 years, and I'm also the uh, office manager for the main office.
1: That's awesome.
2: Um, so... Uh, I wanted our listeners to have a
1: little bit of an idea about how you wound up where you are. So would you both mind sharing with us how did you come to Hope and how you wound up on staff? Um, I think it was
0: around 2016 my family made a very difficult, heartbreaking decision to leave our previous church. So we were kind of church shopping, and nothing was really sitting right. We came to Hope, and within five minutes in the service, I knew This was home. I mean, there was no doubt whatsoever. And in fact, it was Carol's son, Christian, who was the first person that greeted me here.
1: That's so cool. Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah. Yeah. Did your family also feel like it clicked, Hope? Or did you, was it you first?
0: Um, It was me first. Mm -hmm. And then as Lauren had already gone off to college, so it wasn't her, but it was Kristen. And she was upset to leave the youth group she knew. But she came to love it here, absolutely Mm -hmm. loved the youth group, made fantastic friends, and she feels very much at home here now as well.
1: That's awesome. Um, And then, so how did you wind up working at Hope? Uh, I think my
0: reputation for organizing preceded me. And when the previous receptionist decided that she was going to take another role here at Hope, Carol called me. I said, would
1: you be interested? <laughs> I do remember us talking about, like Carol asking about different people. And I'm, I know multiple of us at the time that were like, hope furlough. Like at the time you volunteered for me in youth ministry. Um, and I was just like, hope keeps me so organized. If she wants mm-hmm. to work here, I would take her in a heartbeat. <laughs> so, it was
0: funny because yeah. I didn't never really peg that I would have a spiritual gift. And I did um, a, a study with Marilyn. Mm-hmm. And I finally realized, hey, my incredible organization is what my spiritual
1: gift Mm -hmm. absolutely is Mm -hmm. this place would not run if we didn't have you thank you plays out every day here
2: yeah carol what about you so how long have you been on staff i've been on staff for 12 years here and that is about the same time that we came over and similar to you we were church we found ourselves church shopping and uh, we had past hope Pretty much every day on the way to the skate zone from my house, uh, tra- driving my son to hockey every day. And so when we were looking for a new church, it was just natural to come here. And and uh, and it was the summertime, and we were probably here for the third Sunday in a row. Um we were sitting outside and this one Sunday in the summer, and the vans pulled up from the return of a mission trip, and we saw multiple vans um, emptying out with um, high school or middle school, I don't know which one it was, but my children saw that as um, as in coming into, they were about um coming into middle school at the time, and they saw that and uh, and it was so exciting that they were about to be a part of that and so we we made the switch, which was difficult but um but both my children were uh, part of youth group for seven years, um three years as middle school and four years as um in high school and it it was life changing for both of them, yeah, and then so at some point along the way, you Yeah. So right when we uh, came over, I applied for a position in the preschool first. Heather was the director at the time, and she hired me as the two and a half lead teacher. I lasted one year. (laughs) That was it. And then... um, and there was a uh, a position open in the office and it had been vacant for a while for uh, Pastor Jeff's um, administrative assistant. And um, it was just clear that I was more, I was, it was a better fit for the office than the preschool. Yeah. And yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I'm glad you went, ended up where you are and you've interacted with my now three-year-old many times and you love mm-hmm. him very well so I'm sure you were good at that also <laughs> but we're glad that you yeah you are where you are um so you both uh, probably see more of what happens at hope in a typical mm-hmm. week than anybody else because of where you are positioned and we have lots of glass windows and walls here at hope and so um so if somebody who just comes on Sunday or they just pop in for a group was wondering like what's a typical week like here at hope how would you describe it to them
0: Uh, We have the preschool coming in in the morning, Mm -hmm. which is definitely very lively, and the kids are adorable. Um, When we have our food pantry distributions, it is quite hectic out in the parking lot. We have a lot of outside groups that come in and meet. Um, Mm -hmm. The phone tends to ring nonstop some days. Um, It's very busy. It is very busy.
2: Yeah. It feels like it's very busy, getting busier. Uh we have um Red Cross that comes in, um lots of outside outside groups that are um that are regular during the day, during the week kind of um rotation that many people that don't come on Sundays will see. Small groups too. Mm-hmm. We have Bible studies that come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because
1: Like I mentioned, you guys are the first people that people interact with, or, you know, if somebody needs something in one of those groups, the main office is usually where they wind up um, Mm -hmm. and they're asking you for help in some way or to point them where they need to go. Um, You guys, you know, you have this role of, of making a good first impression of, of welcoming people. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so what do you think? What do you do? What do you try to do that that makes the impression you want to make? What do you try to do so that you represent hope to other people?
0: Well, I am the person they're going to see first when they come in the door just by my proximity in the office. And to me, it's really important to... To greet somebody. Some people come in and you can tell they know where they're going. They've been here before. And then somebody will come in and just hesitate a little bit. And I get up and go out and ask if I can help them. Um, And sometimes they don't even, they're not even supposed to be here. They've got the wrong building. And it's just about always just a smile. And how can I help you? What can I do for you?
1: Mm -hmm. Is there a question that you get asked the most? Where's Dave?
2: Yeah, that is mostly the question that we get.
1: That's great. I love that. Uh, But, Carol, what would you tell us? Besides answering where is Dave, what do you try to do?
2: Um, To be a good first impression. So that would be uh, answering the door, answering the phone. Um, Sometimes... Sometimes, when you pick up the phone you you just don't know what's going to be on the other side, and uh, sometimes it is a, a a bride you know calling on the the best days of her life and uh, looking to set up um, uh, marriage mentoring and then a wedding or or this is a time where you're gonna meet somebody on the worst day of their life and they're they're looking to um, to plan a funeral. And uh, and these are the types of calls that we get. Mo- so most often, as Hope said, you know the calls that we get are going to be for the food pantry, and there's lots of um, of listening and support to the needs that some people had that they're, that they're asking for, um, and and we try to be hope to all the calls uh, that come in and and direct them to. Um, to where they're going to get the ministry support that they need um, or the resources that they're looking for.
1: And I feel like that's not just like knowing what to say or knowing how to act, but it comes from like a deeper place for both of you. Like I feel like I've learned so much about how to welcome people or how to greet people from being around you for a little while. My desk was directly opposite Carol. So I would listen to you answer the phone and and just learned so much about that from you. And so um is there anything more that you would say about that about how it becomes kind of like a posture not just it's not just a script that you're working from
2: No every call every person walking in um it is it's never the same um everyone has uh, has different needs and and it's so much listening and um um and not rushing somebody's story because it might have taken them so much time to either come in or call that um that that this is, the time you need to spend, so and I've learned so much from people who have come before me, and uh, and Vicky, who was in the office for so long, and and our friend Nancy, who was in the office for so long, and both have moved on uh, from Hope at this point. However, um, I learned just by being in the office, and uh, and it's an open space, so you can hear conversations no matter where you are in the office, and I would hear them pray with people over the phone because that's what somebody needed and it's a blessing to me to to be in the office and in that space and just to hear one side and and to know that um that these people are being prayed for and and to know that that is our responsibility too um, being passed on to us that uh, that that this is what we have the privilege of doing now for people that call
1: that's so great. I, mm-hmm. I love that. Um do you I know hope you you had been sharing with us a story, like a particular moment that came to mind that kind of relates to what Carol was saying. Do you want to share that with us?
0: Um we have a lot of groups that meet here like Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotic, Narcotics Anonymous, Recovery International. Um and two women had come in for one of these groups and I was chatting with them. It was their first time and she said to me very sincerely, she said, "Thank you for letting us meet here. She Mm -hmm. said a lot of people don't want us in their space. And it just really got to me because I thought they've had the courage to come to these meetings. They're working on really hard stuff
1: and it's not insignificant
0: that we welcome them here just to use our
1: space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Carol, you were saying something that you heard pastor Rick say recently that that stuck out to you. That was kind of related to that,
2: right? I did. I was listening to a message he had, he had, shared recently that uh, for us not to be a barrier to somebody mm-hmm. who is trying to come closer to God. And so for us being the the front voice, the front face, um the first of somebody coming into the building, uh we just want to remove ourselves as a barrier so that um uh and not be in the way of somebody trying to um come closer to a relationship um mm-hmm. with Jesus. I love that. I love that like I know Pastor Jeff often talks about
1: like the intention behind there being like when you're in the building that there's lots of glass windows and glass walls so that you can see worship happening. And so Mm -hmm. that's not a barrier to knowing what you're experiencing. But then I also love what you guys are saying about, you know, the way you interact with someone, you know, and any way you can, you know, being a safe space for them Mm to, you know, not everybody has a positive experience when they walk into a church. And so to be able to, be a place like that for people, I think is that can be life changing. Yeah. Um, so do you guys have, uh, what is the favorite, what is your favorite part of your job here?
0: My favorite part is my coworkers. Yeah. I love coming to work. I have so much fun here. It's not a chore.
1: We didn't pay hope to say this. We didn't.
0: (laughs) didn't I haven't gotten the check yet.
1: (laughs) What is it that is fun about your coworker about our coworkers about the environment here? We just we support
0: each other in every way whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, there's a 600 letter mailing that has to go out or somebody's having a, a life crisis, a mm-hmm. problem, a sickness or something or just something great happened like when Carol's son got in the peace corps. I mean, it's not just the job. Mm -hmm. it's a family it's Mm -hmm. our as carol said it's our small group Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i know i always appreciate like it doesn't matter there can be something that i know like has to get done on my end and i'm like feeling really overwhelmed by it i'm like how am i going to do this and i never run into someone saying like well i can't help you with that like it may not be even related to what you need to do that day and not just you guys but our other staff like will always Find a way to try and make it where they're helpful, and I always appreciate that um, and I love to do that.
0: I yeah. love when I can help you or Jason mm-hmm. or the
1: preschool I mean,
2: that's a privilege yeah I think it's it's the attitude of the front office uh, the main office that it is an all hands on deck kind of experience that um, hope and sue and and myself share that when there's a ministry having an event or there's something that is, um, church wide, you know, it, it, everybody's hands go towards that effort and, uh, to get it done. And I love, I love that attitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I, I, I know I'm, I'm so appreciative of both of you and I know the rest of our staff would say that too, that you both give off this attitude of like, I feel like I can come talk to you about anything. And like, Carol, you're always excited for me, even though you may not know like what it is that <laughs> exactly is that I'm talking about it. Like you're, I know you're always be excited and hope like I always kind of joke, you're kind of like our secret cheerleader. Like you don't want people to see you like when you decorate someone's desk or right now, uh, Bodie Bodhi is the employee of the month in the main office, mm-hmm. but, uh, but you do, you both do these little things to just create this warm, welcoming environment that like is a little extra that you don't have to do. And that it, it just makes such a difference.
2: Um, it does. Every day is fun and it doesn't feel like a job most days. It just doesn't. I, I love the people I work with um, and and the people that I interact with. Uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. So you both are
1: experts at welcoming others. I would say I would like to call you experts. You may not think that, but I think that Um, and I know others would agree with me but there are so many of us in hopes community where they people who might be listening that we also desire to be welcoming towards others to not be a barrier to someone in their faith, um, and, or their experience of church. And so what, how would you encourage other people to, to practice being welcoming in their lives, whether it's at church, like if they volunteer here or if it's in their own jobs, what would you say?
0: It's very cliche, but you never know what someone is going through. So they may be abrupt with you, but you don't know. Did they just decide to get divorced? Did they just find out they had cancer? Did they just lose their job? I mean, just always approaching people as kindly and lovingly as you can because you don't know their story.
2: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, uh, That's the perfect answer. I share that. Yeah, um God is in these conversations and um uh, and it it's a blessing to be uh, uh able to share their stories sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you, like you said God is in these conversations. Like God's in every conversation, right? Yeah. And and it can be so easy to forget that mm-hmm. even when you're just pointing someone like where I can't find this group. Where's room 11? You know like um that having that like lens through which you interact with people. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you both for doing this podcast with me. Uh, I know it was like, you were a little nervous, but I think it was great to talk to you. So thank you for sharing your stories with us and teaching us how to welcome others. Uh, Listeners. We're so glad that you, Uh, joined us today to listen. And we hope that you are enjoying the Meet Hope podcast. If this is an episode that meant something to you, we would encourage you to share it with your friends or on your social media um, or text it or email it to someone. um, And we will be back next week with another episode. And so until then, we hope that you have a very great day. Thanks for being a part of the Hope community as we
0: continue our conversations about faith and hope. If you don't already, please join us for worship on Sundays or on demand. You can learn more at MeetHope.org or find us on socials at Meet Hope Church.